0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Spiritual Successory Comedy Video Game Design Podcast where we take your horrible, nasty, horrible,
1: bad video games from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. I'm your host AJ Hart. Hey everybody and welcome to the podcast. My name is Blake Rea. AJ, I don't know if you noticed this, but we casually mentioned Loop Hero last week and I think (laughs) we had a flood of emails. Uh, I would say the bulk of our submissions this week were relating to Loop Hero and how we should do Loop Hero. Did you notice that? I did notice a lot of Loop Hero-based submissions
0: this week, which were pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I love the Mm -hmm. idea of thinking and talking about Loop Hero. Here's the problem with thinking and talking and mentioning and considering Loop Hero. I have to record a podcast right now, and all (laughs) my dumb idiot brain is going to be thinking about is Loop Hero.
1: Well, I could be actually, doing that's right that's, in, that's incorrect because literally the past hour you and I have been chatting before this podcast, you kept saying one chorus line from Kings of Leon because we were talking about NFTs and you, yeah, that let us uh, yeah. see. <laughs> this sex is on fire. I just peaked the whole
0: you thing. Just, <laughs> you just time. Out, of,
1: out of nowhere, like in the middle of a conversation, you would just say that. You would just scream that lyric. And then you and I sat and listened to like. Man, is there any Kings of Leon song I remember? And then I thought like, oh, uh, I remember, I kept thinking of one song, but it was Coldplay instead. And I'm like, did I actually ever ever even listen to Kings of Leon? Are they even relevant anymore? Like when was Kings of Leon actually big? Was it early 2000s? Early Mid-2000s 2000s 2000?
0: when sex is on
1: fire and you need somebody. were sex, on the radio and that's it. I can, I can use somebody. God. All right. AJ, do you have a video yeah. game idea for me? That's all we're going to use is the open? What do you want from me, man? Like, I, I'm fucking... I'm, I, my brain is all over the place right There's now, man. There's just so
0: many things going on in the world that we could, like, do a couple Jafes and Joffs and chuckle fucks about. You know what I mean? Like, we, we got a sh- new Space we- Jam on the way. I
1: just saw the new Monster Hunter movie. Oh, um, all right. What do you want to talk about? Let's talk. Let's talk about the Monster Hunter movie. What was your? What was your? Uh, I have yet to see it, but uh, according to you, it's a very, very bad movie.
0: Yeah, here's my here's my critical review of Monster Hunter. Um, mm-hmm. it's not worth thinking about. The big monster go raw, playing kacha. Um, they got the guy that did the Ong Bak martial arts films to come do this movie, and he does like no martial arts. It's really weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it's edited like dog shit um i, I loved gotta, it i do got a ron <laughs> perlman's in it and he's dressed up like the admiral and he has like the world's worst like wig job i've ever seen on somebody ever they somehow like were like let's get ron perlman in here and make him look fucking horrible and it's it rules
1: um i liked all what the is, little fans there. wait quick quick thing i want to touch on because you were mentioning like wigs from like anime inspired like anime and video like I I would say like Monster Hunter has like a lot of anime aesthetic in it. What is the there's such a weird thing because like every time you you mention the wig thing and I don't know if you've seen have you seen the full, live action Full Metal Alchemist movie and how yes. just abhorrent that dude's wig is. In that yeah, that's a bad wig. Why is that such a common thing? Like I feel like look at the Jojo's movie too. Like the guy that they dressed up as Jotaro, the just the wig job on him, but it was also weird because they made a wig that was also part hat, and it was just like it's just like it just does not look good in live action for some reason. Do they not just have his hair poking out the back of the hat? No, it's like they you know like how in the anime where his hair kind of blends into his hat. Aesthetically, yeah, I was really just like in cool. my
0: mind, like had to like be like, obviously his hat is just really old and has a bunch of slits on the back because all of the times he got tumbled down and fell in a delinquent fight. And so his hair pokes out the back. That's the way my, my brain had to like create it in my head. I was like, this is how it works.
1: Interesting choice because that also happens when he's an old man. So that's implying that. He's just constantly tumbling and going the
0: out. Al- the alternative is that <laughs> he's he just has grown really up spiky, lengthway. really thin hair, and he's wearing a trucker hat, and his little hairs poke out the back of his trucker hat that have the open flaps on the back, oh, like a mesh that's, net.
1: That's my favorite arc where they arc where they're going across America, but they're all the JoJo's characters are truckers. Actually, I would watch the fuck out of that. Now that I think about it, like a JoJo, a JoJo. I mean, I I, I feel like the a most truckers JoJo's, a truckers JoJo, but they're all like they're all driving their own trucks. And like all of the fights happen at like truck stops. Cause like my dad's a trucker and he's constantly telling me about the weird shenanigans he gets into when he's out on the road. Just like the people that you meet while you're out on the road. And just the idea of doing a road. I mean, like I I guess they've practically done that already. Cause part, three where it's were like, you the about road to trip be like what if they
0: did a road trip jojos that's stardust crusaders homie that is
1: that is stardust crusaders but they're not wearing trucker hats they're all not speaking into radio saying really cool trucker speak
0: they should have that would have been way better if they were all truckers huh
1: yeah <laughs> blake i'm ready to do a video game podcast could you hit me with a video game uh sure i could hit you with one brother all right, this one comes to us on Twitter from Caleb All Day All Bay Martin at Is This Atheist. AJ. Remember when you were a kid and all the fun little things you would do as a kid, like uh, you know, play with action figures in your backyard, make them uh, make them come to life, and all that shit. One mm-hmm. of my favorite things to do as a kid is my grandparents had this really, 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 really old like pool table, and I would cover that shit in like blankets and pillows and make a sweet fort out of it. And then I would, I me and my sister would play like war, and I would, I remember. <laughs> I remember throwing a pillow really hard at her And then that uh, that ended really badly uh, So this game comes to us Not badly Aldi. enough
0: to make you feel bad about it though Because you did just still laugh Is that the cane instinct? <laughs>
1: I mean, it did. I, I it ended in a black eye, and it was really bad. And it was just like you can just say Cain Instinct.
0: You don't have to like go into like you don't have to <laughs> chuckle and talk about the harm that you've done to your sibling. You can just be like Kane Instinct, AJ.
1: I would I understand. Felt, I'm also so, a sibling. I felt so bad. I felt so bad because it was just like such a good time. It was like it was just a fucking pillow fight. All right, this they're saying a pillow blanket fort creation game. So I'm trying to figure out what would be a good game where like you and I could play something. Um, And it's opposing because like pillow fort things is like, what is the energy of that? You each create your own pillow fort and then you go to war using pillows, nerf guns, pool noodles, uh, whatever shit you have lying around. So what is some sort of like, I'm picturing some sort of game where two people can load into it and it's like you have a limited amount of time to build your fort with the resources that you have. And then you have to do some sort of war thing. Is it like an opposing tower defense thing where like all of you? Yes. So this Mm -hmm. actually
0: reminds me of something I did as a kid was um, I hung out with my cousins all the time. Me and my sister would go over to my cousin's place and there were three cousins there and we would all just like hang out. And the common thing that we would do is we would set up two different pillow forts in the house and then play capture the flag. So the oh. idea would be, like, whenever we were building our pillow forts, we would also always be like, okay, we know what our thing that the girls have to come in and steal is. So where are we going to put our thing?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, within oh, our fort, so
0: that when they come in to try to steal our, our cool, like, pillow fort flag, they mm-hmm. have to find it first. So Could- I love this idea of, like, a competitive tower defense game.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. So how about this? How about this? Building off of. Remember, uh, you and I've only played it like a couple of times, but it's like seriously one of my favorite gaming experiences is playing uh, Toy Soldiers or Small Soldiers or whatever that game is, and specifically the second one because you set up all of your like tower defense elements, and then you get to go into like a third person like shooter. Um, and then you get to like basically go up against the enemy at, in your third person while your tower defense is happening. So what I'm thinking is is you and I load into this game. We have like a couple of minutes to set up our own defenses like using certain pillows that have certain health values, set up like little turrets, set up like little like uh, defenses and other things. And then as soon as the game begins, we then go into that third person mode and I need to go find the flag that you randomly place somewhere in your fort. I don't yes. know where it is and it's basically you're doing the same. So maybe It's a
0: little you- bit prop hunt, a little bit like Gears of War oh. and a little bit
1: tower defense. Yes, so could, I'm into this. You- could you do a thing like League where it's like you and I each have our own minions that are trying to get to the other side there, but they're not necessary. their whole job is to just destroy things. They're not. Yes, yes, yes. There's the a level of like
0: little minions. Yes. I love this. So you can set up like actual little like minions that would run through to try to attack the other person's fort. you set up your own little automatic defenses that you're not going to necessarily control because you have your own in-game avatar that you can mm-hmm. run around to actually invade somebody's space and try to. Hunt around and look for things. I'm imagining that the building cycle of this game would play sort of like, Halos, uh, Forge mode. If that makes any sense.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. No, I totally get what you're saying. It's like each person has like that three, like that uh, th- uh three dimensional camera that they can move about and then build something, and then you just have control over. The- Is there a way that you can just to put a little bit of stank on this because this I I just make it a little bit more unique. Is there um. There's this game I love playing. It's called uh, Tilted Tower, not Tilted Towers, uh, Twisted Towers or something. It's a competitive like Tetris game, and the whole point is you're trying to build your tower faster than your opponent. But there are these power-ups you can get that affect your the other person's building ability. Like it summons a really large thing, or it makes uh, it freezes all of their pieces and vines, so like it doesn't move, or um just uh, just other things. Is there a way? That you can get power ups during the building process that makes it, really like other like that makes it difficult for your opponent to build or helps you in- when you enter the third person mode. So it'll be like, uh, you you and I are going up against each other and I cast this thing like uh this radar thing. It gives me a rough idea of like, it shows you like a top down grid and it shows you like in a six by six square that the flag is somewhere in this area. So like you get a hint uh, ahead yes, of time. I-
0: and you know what those will be? Those will be uh, map objectives. So we'll take mm-hmm. a small little tool book out of, like a, like, a Halo or, like, a League of Legends and say that there's, like, in-world things that you can go collect. Maybe it's an in-world boss that you have to choose to go fight, and then you'll get a power-up if you kill that boss.
1: Oh. Oh, dude, setting up mini-bosses? Holy fuck, that actually sounds radical. So, like, okay, okay, so each one of us, like, Sets up like you have your t- you have like two bosses or like your two generals or something like that. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so and you have a cast of things that you can unlock between games so you can actually choose bosses, um, ahead of time. I wonder if you could do a sort of like dead by daylight thing where you don't know what bosses you're going up against, but you can get like you can get subtle hints. Yeah, there's like, of, like a roster of
0: characters against. that you can select mm-hmm. as your generals, and then if you're playing yes. the game and I kill your general, then I get one of those power ups.
1: Oh, so you basically? Oh, each general, each general drops a weapon. Well, well, what I guess what I'm saying is, is like you, each of us place generals that the that the opposition doesn't know. So like you wouldn't know my generals, and I I wouldn't know yours. But what I'm thinking is, is like you. So once I enter third person mode, my goal is to go kill your generals, and when they die what if they unlo- They drop a weapon that your character can then pick up? So it's like a super weapon yeah. that you can then use the gen- towards the other boss fight or whatever.
0: Yeah, and, like, different generals will maybe drop different things, right? Maybe I have a general that has, like, a really good map pressure and is going to kill all the minions. But if you kill him, then you're going to get a really good gun. Or maybe I have a general that slows Mm. down your minions. And so if you kill Mm. my general, then you're going to get something that like just stops my defenses, things like that. A good push and pull on the roster selection.
1: Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Hell yeah. But
0: again, like I love this idea that it's all pillow fort themed. I'm imagining you mentioned the, the little soldiers uh, video game as like a point of like, Tone of reflection. This is the game where you controlled tiny little, uh, like miniature war figurines. I'm mm-hmm. thinking something a little bit more like Small Soldiers, the game where you had monsters and army men fighting each other uh, as like the flavor. Yeah, but oh, let's god, put what's a pin Arthur, in this. leader of the
1: Gorgonauts. Oh, god, of I...
0: course, Archer, please, Archer, Archer. with, with a CH, Arthur? leader of the Gorgonites.
1: God, I love that. Man, I remember watching that movie so much. Yeah, but aesthetically, I totally get what you're coming at, where it's like, could you even do that? Where it's like, um, is the game just has a bunch of different factions, so you have, like, the army theme, you have, like, the monsters well, theme, you have, like, a thought Halloween is theme. There will or...
0: be different characters of different themes, but much like a Overwatch or um, a League of Legends or a Valorant, like, there's an in-universe, like, these are the characters that actually matter. But, like, if the flavor is that we're, like...
1: Uh... Well, it doesn't matter you can choose whoever you want whatever yeah yeah oh and each each oh dude that would be kind of cool because like depending on which generals you pick they actually have different power-up combinations so like like you were saying like one person has really good like field dominance while
0: combinations the other... i would say maybe not synergies yes
1: Sinner- okay, yeah, I guess that's what I was trying to get at. Where it's like this person, these two generals stack really well, and they complement yeah, 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 yeah. Well in terms of their, in terms of their field, Thomas. All right, all right. Let's put a put in that. What game do you got, brother? I got a submission
0: here from Alley Cat at Millennium Hoo Ha, a sweet in time real life sim where you can take care of your town and its residents, but make sure to check in as much as possible. The townspeople just can't live without you, literally. <laughs>
1: isn't that just kind of sims well sims is an
0: excellent little thing that i'll touch base on but my thought Mm -hmm. was a little bit more like a little bit more zoomed out than a than a sims um my Mm -hmm. thought was like we've all played a oh yeah sim city i love that we've all played a sim city well damn it we've all
1: played (laughs) sim city huh i've never played sim city can your
0: entire city just die without you paying attention to it I, I have know in no Sims, idea. Your I've... people will just die because they need to dookie
1: so much that they just die. <laughs> they just. Die. I don't. Honestly, I haven't played a Sims game since Game Boy. Like I remember having a Sims game, but I can never figure it out. I went like I got a job and went on one date, and that was like the. That was my knowledge of. Of Sims. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm wondering if you could do like just to, just a build on this because I, I think the submission is very like it's kind of Sim City ish, um where it's like yeah, you zoom I'm out but you can zoom into in.
0: The idea that you need to be constantly babysitting this thing, right? Like it's not mm-hmm. enough to simply say, "Hey, build this construction site." You also need mm-hmm. to check in hyper regularly to make sure that the construction site is standing up to OSHA. OSHA. Mm-hmm, OSHA mm-hmm. rules. I forget what the term is for like the OSHA rule specifically. You need to make sure there's no OSHA violations. Um mm-hmm. you need to make sure that if you're building a water plant that the water plant is being ac- or not water a water purification site that the water is actually being purified. What if, not only what is it a normal city mm-hmm. manager, it's also a city micromanager. You constantly have to be tapping on these things to make sure that they are Following the rules and not killing yeah. each other.
1: I want. I want to. I want to. I think that's a good route. But I think if we're trying to make a game that shouldn't be made, how about this? This is. Um. I want to take uh, the the concept of like a dating game memory thing to the extreme, and there's okay. no way to remember these things. So. This is actually, like, what it would be to run... Have, like, God control over a whole city. Every person's different, AJ. You know what? You're a vegetarian. That means your eating habits are completely different than mine. And in this world, if, like, you give the vegetarian person something wrong, they're gonna fucking die on you. And so you have to remember that. Now imagine that for every single person in this city. There's no way to remember. You just have to, like, wing it. So see if you can... The whole point of this game is, like, hey you need to prove that you can run this city for a year. So you have to build out your own little documents to remember what every single person's guidelines are for living. And the only way you find that out is through trial and error. So be like, oh, I remember, there's Jim. He works in this office. He has this one job. There's Stacy, who works at this coffee shop, has this one job, has these living habits. You need to make sure that they go hiking on a certain amount of time. You need to make sure they take care of so themselves. You need to make sure that somebody dies. Her. Though,
0: If one person dies, is the wipe out or like the run over, and you have to start if from the every-
1: top? If everybody in your city dies, you basically, the city is, No, like no, no, disbanded. not
0: everybody. Oh, okay, so if a couple so, people die here and there, that's fine.
1: Yes, so it's basically, it's it's going to be a little bit forgiving, but, like, the whole point is you need to make sure your city can make it till the end of this year. And maybe, mm, okay. so, so I don't know, because I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, what, what is a way you can make this, like, really, just, like, put some stank on this, and the idea of doing My problem a with memory there being game too at the level of, forgiveness. Like,
0: my okay, problem with there being a level of forgiveness is the fact that I just played Pikmin, and sometimes, especially in the later half of Pikmin 3, um, I would hit the end of the day and think to myself, it's 20 Pikmin. I really don't give a shit. These little dudes live and die for me. They will die for me. And mm-hmm. I would just leave them. Whatever. So, like, how do we make sure that players don't just say, I don't need Jerry or Dave or well, Susie. AJ, just I like hate any this household.
1: Just like any city, one person dies is going to have a ripple effect. So guess what? That you didn't take care of that one construction worker who's working on the on the construction site, like the guidance. The that whole, whole construction, construction s- site has a site. chance
0: of just yeah. breaking down and destroying yeah. everything.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then yes now people... we're talking.
0: Mm-hmm, one person mm-hmm. dies. So there's the these chain of everybody near them dying also goes yes. up. Yes.
1: Yes, this or rules, not necessarily not necessarily dying, but also like there's there's different versions Causing of death. death like, yeah. That, yes. The, well, there's that construction site loses its guidance. Guess what? Then those people stop working. They're not making any money. Guess what? Every there they can't. It has these ripple effects of like, oh, okay, so man, this is like really fucked up now because now we're talking about like people's families, <laughs> like people not being able to support their families. Yeah, if you I don't feel want real, to talk I feel about, really about people's bad about families, that. we can go ahead and
0: talk about coworkers if that makes you, you feel more co- comfortable. Co- <laughs>
1: I mean, I mean, like, this is also supposed to be a game that should be made. Like, we're talking about a city slowly descending into chaos yeah, and I'm not, Look,
0: we can worry and, about know. the themes of our art later. Right now, I want to talk <laughs> about the mechanics.
1: And the mechanics are
0: if I let somebody die and they work at the construction site, then there's a mm. likelihood that the construction site will either, A, just go, like, no longer be there or B the mm-hmm. construction site is more likely to have accidents. If there's an accident, oopsie, that's another person in another chain. Let's the, let's the lean percentage into that. likelihood of things going horribly wrong goes up every time somebody mm. dies. There's a yes. wide network in game of like who's connected to who, when they're connected to what, and how they're connected to what. How
1: about how about this? How about this? How about instead of re- leaning into more of like the Um, financial implications it's more of just like a chain reaction of people like dying due to just weird accidents so like so the construction site thing is a little bit obvious it loses its guidance and then the whole construction site collapses in on itself and a lot of people die how about, But let's like, say the, that
0: somebody at the water purification plant dies. Yeah. Now all of a sudden yes, yes. you have a high – like if someone at the water purification site dies, then all of a sudden everybody, everybody's ticker of dying from water-based salmonella goes up by 1%. Mm-hmm. And now every mm-hmm. citizen has a 1% chance of dying from water-based salmonella. Is that a real what? thing?
1: I don't know. It's video games. What if we did... Oh my god, AJ, I just had an idea for this. What if this is like a Civ-style game, but everybody controls this one city? So everybody... And everybody is given a hidden objective. Actually, no! How about this, AJ? It's like... It's a fucking traitor game! So we are the council that runs this city. Say there's like a spot of like six players five of those players are trying to make this city survive and get to the end of the year. One player is trying to kill this city and have as many people die as possible. And basically the whole point mm. is is like no I, you're my not, concern you're not is into that it?
0: then then the then it becomes a little bit of like a top down city management um Among Us in a way that like if it was a t- if it was a top down micromanage to make sure nobody dies game like it's about the character goal and i'm much more Mm. interested in the character goal being micro being micromanaging and making sure that nobody in the town dies versus Uh the character goal being find out who the baddie
1: is uh, okay, 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 let's go, let's keep with the single player thing. So then you're just, like, having to build out these just Excel sheets of, like, everything about these people. And maybe it's, yeah, like. Yeah, and,
0: and I'm, I'm mm. really interested, again, in, like, the, the idea that any small accident can cause the likelihood of everything going wrong to mm-hmm. be so much higher.
1: But I also want it to be some, like, really comedic. So it'll be, like, hey, the uh, photocopier guy, repair guy, ended up dying on his way to work. And basically the photocopier went on the on the fritz and like exploded paper everywhere and everybody in that office got paper cuts and died from it. Like just that level of absurdity. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So- yeah
0: I'm really into that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And that could be like, maybe that's the, the, the photo, the office where that happened was like the people in charge of making deliveries or, uh, their, their whole thing is like, and a now you're Uber.
0: It's yeah. A, if your office yeah. space dies, then maybe Uber eats, doesn't have any management systems. So now no oh one's going to get food delivered to them. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And okay, if this I be- wasn't able to get food uh-huh. delivered to me, I would die almost immediately. I've <laughs> sat around one day and thought to myself, I'm going to order some Thai food. And then I sat around for just... two hours thinking to myself, if my Thai food doesn't get here, this is it. I'm going to die. I'm gonna, sure, I'm gonna, I gonna could walk out. down to the Seven Eleven and grab a <laughs> little snacky, but I won't. So I guess this is
1: it. <laughs> How did he die? Well, his Uber Eats arrived 30 minutes too late. And that's what we put on your tombstone. <laughs> 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 Too lazy to live. <laughs> Too lazy to live. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's put a pin in that because I do feel really strongly about that game. Do you got a game?
0: I brought this one. This one was mine, but I'll do another one. I ain't shy.
1: With the city manager? Oh my God, you did bring the city manager. It is my turn. oh jeez. AJ again, carrying the team as always. Funniest guy on the podcast. Hey, everybody, this one comes to us from Joe T. Thank God it's Friday. Leng- Thank Leng- God, Leng- God it's
0: Friday.
1: <laughs> i love that that started as a one-off joke i don't know where joe got that uh joe the the joe, this is the joe that we had on the podcast previously i don't know where he started it but now <laughs> I, every time i see him on twitter that's just what he's saying and i love it uh at the Giuseppe, uh new entry in, in the super mario brothers franchise directed by Hideo Kojima. So, AG, how would we do a Mario game where you have to go through about 100? Because they say on Death Stranding, you got to go through about 100 hours of gameplay before the game gets good. It puts Final Fantasy 14 to shame. But apparently, those oh, 100 easy, hours are excruciatingly the good. The first What's
0: 100 up? hours of this Mario game, you know how, like, Mario, like, kind of the big thing about him is that he can run and jump, yeah?
1: Mhm mhm.
0: And like he jumps so high. He's he, that man's got some fucking
1: hops, right? Uh uh-huh,
0: uh uh. Mario can't hop for the first 100 hours before the game gets good. Oh my Mario god. Mario can't hop. So oh that's my how we're going to so take it's... in that death stranding uh influence. What I'm a little bit more interested in for influence though, Blake, is the idea that Hideo Kojima is a, is a man that when he makes games, it's about something, right? Sure, it's mm-hmm. kind of weird about how he gets to those things that they are about. That's what makes
1: it special. That makes, makes it great. But like,
0: Metal, Metal Gear at its core is about the problems with, like, privatized military companies and, like, the, the rampant race of military arms and how the war economy can be very, very profitable
1: for some people. Are you Are you saying maybe – is this a story about Mario's, like, healing – like, cause I, when you say something like this, when he saying Mario can't jump, that implies that something happened to him that pre- is preventing him from jumping. So is this yeah, a story ma- about no, like, like about not, physical like Hideo healing Kujima or Kojima doesn't like
0: that? do personal stories. I want st- to mm. ask the question of what is the world truth that Mario's story is always trying to tell? Now here's what we know about Mario. He's a young man. Well, he's a middle-aged man, he's I kinda, think, by this point.
1: He's kind of a middle, middle-aged man, yeah.
0: Uh, probably somewhere in his 30s, 40s. He's a plumber. We know this. We know that he's a plumber by trade. It's probably what his family did. It's what he's going to do, and it's, he's making an honest living. But here's mm-hmm. what we also know about Mario. What does Mario
1: do in all of these video games? He's saving Hoopst. Uh, he's saving Princess Peach. So we a or, Rosa, or Rosalina, depending on. Or the game. Rosalina,
0: but we know that Mario is somehow—he's a working-class gentleman forced by something outside of his control to protect the nobilities. Are you kidding me? I feel in like today's economy. He, I feel and like he's Mario. T- he's uh, by like choice, just some though.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, it's by choice. No, it's... Yeah, he doesn't have to go not. save Princess Peach. He just wants a kiss. That's totally... That's his drive for, like, the majority of his career. Anybody it's else like,
0: could have gone and saved Princess Peach. She's got, like, a million military dudes that are willing to no, fight no, and kill Bowser, for her. I think Bowser that's what the has a million.
1: Are. No, Bowser has a million military dudes.
0: Look, I'm proposing the idea that perhaps we make a Mario game about Mario, a normal everyday plumber, realizing that the caste system in which he lives in isn't that great for him. And that maybe the caste system, whether we know it or not, does still exist in today's day and age where 1% of the people own all of the wealth. I'm saying that we create a Mario game that is long term and big scale about capitalism and how it takes advantage of the working class.
1: Okay, I, I'm with you there. I like the I like that theming that does feel Hideo Kojima. I just that doesn't necessarily translate to gameplay for me.
0: Okay, well, okay, I'm not worried about gameplay right now. I'm worried about themes, Blake. It's mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. themes for the Kojima game that I'm interested
1: in. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So would you do a thing? I, I feel like okay. One of the big things about Mario. Yes, is we can make gold. Mario well, well, well,
0: <laughs> What? Was that not where you were going? Continue with your concerns.
1: What? Wait, what, I I didn't hear what you said because the the phone was weird. Did you oh. say Mario can piss? Is that what you said? Yeah,
0: it's a Kojima game. Of course he can piss.
1: Oh my god, he just turns. It's a side-scrolling game. He just turns away from the camera and just. <laughs> <laughs> that's just. <laughs> and you know what happens? A little piranha, like a little baby piranha plant, grows as a result cuz it's that just rules. fucking what the soil Mario uh, created dumb. life. That's so tough, that's so tough. Okay, okay. So if you want to play into the themes of like hoarding wealth, let's let's say that. Is this the game where we like show that Princess Peach is just a uh, a fucking jealous uh, not a jealous royal, but an a, an egotistical royal who's hoarding wealth? One yes, of the big I things... believe that Princess
0: Peach is maybe one of those like people that like I'm not saying that um, pr- we can we can mm. juggle with this. In, with all rich people, there are one of two types of rich people. There are oh my god, my multi million dollar diamond fell into the ocean, and then there's people are dying, <laughs> Kim. Kind of rich people are they both uh-huh, uh. hoarding wealth? Absolutely. But we can decide on whether or not Princess Peach is say, oh my god, Kim, there are people who are dying, or I lost my multi million dollar earring in the ocean. I want to
1: build. I want to build on something. I want to build on something because the the concept. I'm just trying to take the elements of Mario and flip them on their head a little bit. One of the big things about Mario is collecting gold coins. So that is going to be an option through the majority of the game. But as you collect them, you realize your counter doesn't go up. You grab the coin, but it doesn't add to your total for some reason. You find out after 100 hours of gameplay that every coin you collected actually influences the wealth of the final boss and what what stuff they have access to. So you find out... All of the gold coins went towards buying something better or like it makes the final boss harder because it's like it's the concept of like, oh, every every dollar you get is being hoarded by somebody else or being taken and yes, hoarded yes, by yes. somebody else. So you can then replay the game. And if you don't collect any coins throughout your route, throughout your run, that final boss is much easier. But you don't find that out until you're like 100 hours into this Mario gameplay thing. So that's one element we could play with. So it's a game because because like now there are let's talk about who the who final
0: like... bosses. We of course mm-hmm. know that Princess Peach is rich and stealing all of Mario's money, and we know that mm-hmm. Bowser is within the same like realm and power of Princess Peach, he's whether that's pri- financially no, or private military. He's private I would military. I argue. Private military is very good. What might I propose? This Bowser is also a rich businessman. This story can just simply be like the idea of two corporations battling over something that doesn't make a lick of sense for the common man turned to 11. For example, you remember how there was that crazy, crazy lawsuit between Epic Games and Apple over like what they can and can't have in the marketplaces or whatever?
1: And it's like, that's
0: wild and is two giant financial titans battling it out. And it really doesn't matter to you or me. Mm-hmm. Can we do something like that for Mario?
1: Uh, so you're saying, okay, so you're saying, I'm saying that Bowser Princess Peach and Princess and Bowser, Peach and Bowser are, are both capitalist opposing. monsters
0: that are fighting, yes. fighting each other, and somehow Mario has been conscripted into this battle, and somewhere along the way, perhaps he learns the reality of it, and it is that he just wants to see both of these rich fucks lose money, and also mm-hmm. maybe he should love himself a little bit. Maybe we'll have something mm-hmm. about like Mario being a grizzled war veteran. We don't know yet.
1: <laughs> well, is this like twenty? Okay, so this is twenty years like after any Mario game happened. He's like <laughs> Mario a saved
0: Princess Peach multiple times. He's
1: known as a hero. Yeah, but then, but this is like twenty years after he realized that Princess Peach has been using him all this time, like using him to yeah. Solve... yeah so this is like this is like this is an embittered like Mario. And that's, like, and the reason it's, like, this story is happening right now is because he sees... I'm so
0: tired, Luigi. I can't take it anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, this is, like, his journey is, like, he sees these two titans fighting each other, and he's like, I have to put an end to that and oh my god based on how you play the game you basically dictates who you fight in the end game so you can either fight bowser as the end game boss or you can fight princess peach as the end game boss completely different abilities completely different like resources or whatever and i'm trying to think like how do you influence that is it like you if you don't collect coins that makes princess peach less powerful and then that the boss becomes bowser Or hey, if you uh, like, what enemies you if you uh, like? No, no, no. no. It's a it's a Kojima
0: game. So as we all know, there is a shadow organization, somebody that profits from both. I think that you end up having to fight both Bowser and Princess Peach. The order can be up to you. We'll take a little bit of like hand out of some more free run games. I think I can push Kojima to do that influence, (laughs) and then you find out that the real monster is the guy who created Mario. King Toadstool, (laughs) I think, because Princess Peach is like, hold on, it's King Toadstool, and you find out that King Toadstool, in fact, owns both of the mega companies that are currently going at each other's throats, and the real villain was still even more capitalism. The villain was deeper capitalism all along.
1: No, I think it's just the guy who created Mario, and now, because, like, Nintendo is like, Nintendo makes games, AJ, and Breath of the Wild, it's like, what, a five-year-old game? They're still charging 60 bucks, AJ. So guess uh, what? Okay, this is Hideo Kojima commenting on Nintendo fucking hoarding their shit and not lowering their prices. Okay, I feel Yes, like- you're right. Here's what
0: I'll give you, then. We can meet in the middle. The vi- uh-huh, uh-huh. the real villain, as we finally know, the name tag says King's Toadstool. It's Princess Peach's... Uh, Father and the true boss of Bowser. Uh, Mm. What does he look like? He looks like the CEO of Nintendo, whoever that
1: is. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, what is. Okay. So, we have the story in place, but what does like gameplay look like? Is it just. uh, Could it be Mario 3D World, but now Mario has a piss button? how, How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Just to really put some fucking stank on this, there are excruciatingly hard. Mario levels out there. Um, Specifically, like, you take a look at the ones like on Super Mario Maker or whatever. It is... What if you take away that satisfaction of beating a level and never having to play it again? What if this whole game, AJ, is one long 100-hour level? There's no save points. There's no checkpoints. There's nothing. You Imagine having to go through an entire 100... Yeah, no. uh, Dude... Imagine having to like it's no actually this totally fucking makes sense because Mario this Odyssey ha, Mario Odyssey has this the end game is is like this one long like I think like 50, 50, like uh area level it's and it's just one long fucking level and you only have one life.
0: And the and so only way this, to get more lives through this game is by, like, collecting those coins, right? You collect 100 coins, you get a 1-up. That's the only mm. way to guarantee yourself the safety of being able to continue this run. Uh, but, the uh, whole but, story will be through I text don't boxes think so. that are told mm. when you hit bosses and, like, long, uh-huh. long, long, like dialogue recordings I don't, between the I voice actors? I don't think actors. there's
1: one-ups, though. I don't think there's one-ups, though, because having a one-up implies that you're going to get resurrected at a checkpoint. I'm saying there's no, no one-ups. No, no, ups, You you, there's die no nothing. And
0: you come back to life right there. I, when you get 100 coins, you get the ability to continue the game. That's what oh, I want to do.
1: Oh, okay. So instead of one-ups, maybe it's like second win. We think of it more as like a second win. So like your character yeah, yeah, yeah. stutters at for a little bit. At the end of the day, the idea yeah. is
0: that the money the money is not used for points. The money is not used for buying buying things in the shop the money Mm -hmm. is used much like money in our normal day-to-day lives money Mm -hmm. is just used to stay alive
1: oh my god holy fuck (laughs) we created (laughs) anti-capitalist mario this and i don't know (laughs) i don't (laughs) okay 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 is there a way okay so it's just a one i want to put a pin in this you have I do want okay. Let's put a pin in this. Do you have a game idea that we can go and we could just and maybe because we have to maybe do some lightning round stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got this one from the real Boyland at Nonomo Thirty One. Guy Fieri's favorite guys.
1: Who is Guy Fieri's favorite guy? Is Who are Guy Fieri's smaller? favorite guys? Is it I'm imagining guy something.
0: Fieri? I'm imagining. Ooh, maybe some smaller uh, Guy Fieri's. What I imagine. What immediately
1: comes to it's, my mind was it's, it's Pikmin, sentence, guy but Fieri's he just has a horde of. He's, it's Pikmin, but he just has a horde of smaller Guy Fieri lookalikes and he's just guiding them to, cause he's preparing a shit ton of food for charities, dude. Guy Fieri is always doing charity work. So he basically is like, man, I have this. I don't like the idea of them being
0: little Pikmins though. I imagine when I hear Guy Fieri's favorite guys, my immediate thought is, you know what? Charlie's Angels. What if they're just chef Charlie's Angels? What if they're just a group of very handsome, very charismatic, very capable but, chefs? But they,
1: they're all... You know what you do, though? It's like, you know, like a Death Note that I... But side note, I hate Death Note. I've watched that series all the way uh-huh, up to the uh-huh. final episode, and I cared so little for that. I never watched the final episode. But the one thing they did that I thought was kind of charming was is when a... I'm not gonna spoil it, just in case you haven't seen. A main character dies, and they bring these two characters that are weird, like little slices of that character. Like one has, well, that's... hey Blake, I hate you did just spoil it. Is the just thing censor like, no can, censor? Censor be censor like, me, ah, censor me. I don't want to no, spoil it, me. but
0: here's key identifying trait. <laughs>
1: Censor meets Just put a put a big old bleep over that statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but fact is, somebody
0: wh- dies, and then two fragments of that person become into existence. What if Are you, you do something the like that? that? Guy Fieri has died a horrible accident, and so four different versions of Guy Fieri, or four Are different recreated. fragments of Guy they, Fieri, perhaps yes. each one a possible reincarnation of the fla- the mayor of Flavor Town, all come into existence. Yes, one who's and into you know. D- dives. You know one that's into you... diners. One that's into drive-ins. And one and... <laughs> who's just
1: the character. Yeah, but you know what you do to separate them? All of them have the same hairstyle, but it's all dyed differently. So it's like oh, no, they one all has have the red same hair. flame shirt, but they're yeah, all they, different colored flames. It's, it's all different color palettes, and you know what we do? Because one thing that fucking fascinates me is like you you tell me about uh, God of High School, where one character is the reincarnate of yes this yes, one yes god. deep and it's
0: deep the- spoilers for God of High School. There's a point where there's two characters that are both believed to be the reincarnation of another character, and the two of them mm-hmm. have to fight. Each each other to prove which is the real reincarnation and which one is just you know, kind of like that
1: I guess. What if it you do rules. that like, what if you do that where it's like these four cooks are doing are doing their own individual journey because guess what AJ? Now that Guy Fieri is passed in a horrible death, who's gonna host the show? Who's gonna host all of his flavor here's, du- here's what drive- Guy
0: Fieri's favorite guys would be. It would be a little it would be the high octane metal music version of Overcooked but then uh-huh. once you finished a world, it would enter, like, little sh- cooking competitions where you have to get as many orders out as possible against your com- your allies. So it yes, would be a little yes, bit yes, Castle yes, crushers. Yes, yes.
1: You're trying to figure out who of you is Guy Fieri's successor. Like, his favorite. Yes. Who's Guy Fieri's who's favorite guy? Who's Guy Fieri's favorite guy? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Do you have yes, another yes. lightning and round for us? Okay, I do, I do, I do. All right, this one comes to us from Love is Love, so march to the beat of... Oh, man, I forgot that. Uh, at Dustin, your eyes, a jigsaw puzzle assembly game with voice controls only. AJ, I wanted to have a jigsaw game where I have to yell at my monitor. And basically, I'm wondering if you could do a game where it's like you have a... You j- know what uh, it just, is? Yeah, what's up?
0: It's it's keep talking and nobody explodes, except one. Oh I think that the idea would be that one person <laughs> has puzzle pieces and the other uh-huh. one gets to see what those puzzle pieces are. So I pick up a puzzle piece and you have to tell me where it's supposed to go.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't necessarily know if that's voice controlled then. That's like. It, it is voice it, controlled
0: feel... because I can't see anything. I can't even see my puzzle piece. I pick it like you have to tell me where to okay. put my hands at to pick it up. And then uh-huh, you say, okay, uh-huh. a little bit to the left, more to the left, more to the left, up. There you go. Put it right there. How
1: about, how about this? How about this? How about this? Just because, like, I feel like that's a game, that's just like, you're playing, I'm playing Tetris, and I can't see it, and you have to explain it to me. What if we added a little bit of stank to this? So, I say I'm the one that can see the piece, but you're the one in control of the game. I am shown an L piece. I have to describe that piece, and then you have to draw it. So, but the pieces get more and more complex as the game goes on. So, like, oh, you're gonna have to draw this like zigzaggy piece. There's like, it's a circle, but it has a dot in the center. It's just you have to draw com- more complicated pieces that then fit into the puzzle that you're working on. So it's like, uh, what? It, so I'm showing a piece that I have to describe in detail to you, and then you have to draw it, and then that piece materializes and becomes part of the puzzle you're working on. Because I, okay. I feel like. I'm trying to think, like, some way you can make it a little bit more complicated. Something, I don't know, just, like, something with a little bit more layers to it. Because, I, I I don't know, like, I, I don't know if, like, that's all that fun. Just being like, oh, uh-oh, all of my my little models of uh, Berserk uh, Guts and Koska just fell off of the table. Not your, gu- oh, not your Guts and Koska minis. My, the, my, my cute little Koska. Costca- god, they're so funny. I didn't know those that those you had Guts and Koska minis. I do, they're so fucking, they're, they're, like, it's them dressed up, um, you know the episode where they're at the, at the, I, I was gonna say the prom, but it's not, yeah, fuck it, the it, it's ball? the prom. It's the you ball? You know, the, at the ball? Oh, yeah. The ball outfits are so cute. <laughs> yeah, Guts looks, like, super uncomfortable, he's like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like being in nice clothes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, beside the point, beside the point, so I'm trying to figure out, like, what I want, what I'm imagining, I want to see somebody screaming at a monitor. Like, that's the joy of it. It being like, okay. We put a timer on it then. Oh, so it'll be like you have to get, oh, That's that'll be cool. So you and I, it's a duos game. And each level, the timer gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And you have to build your little, you have to build out something or a tower or whatever to get past a certain point within yes. that time limit. But as the game goes on, the timer gets shorter and the pieces that you build with get more and more complex. Yep. Okay, okay. Perfect. Per- perfect. 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 All time. right, what's our nug? I think it's anti-capitalist Mario you the capitalist Mario. All right, I'm down. So Mario, directed by Hideo Kojima. Is there a way you can now, put Mads Mikkelsen into in Mario? Is,
0: I was about to say, this is where we get to have a lot of fun. <laughs> because now, because it's a Hideo Kojima game, Hideo Kojima just mm. for one thing above all else. And that is to yeah. cast people in his games.
1: Guillermo del Toro so, as Bowser.
0: As, bo- as Yama King del Bowser. del Toro is Bowser. Okay, now visually and like voice or just visually? Because the kind of mind is that like mm-hmm. I kind of want to just go ahead and say if somebody's acting as them, they are the likeness and voice. Because it's just cleaner that way. Although mm-hmm. if you want to say, put in Gilmo del Toro as Bowser, but oh. then he is voiced by Ron Perlman, I could I could fuck with that.
1: Okay, okay, you're right. You're right. So it's you're right, because if we still need to maintain like the look of all of these characters. It's not like we're no, changing no, their No, 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 We can change so their faces. We can. You if you so? want
0: to cast somebody, like if you want to say, oh, I want Wario to be played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, then Wario is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> now hold on, hear me out. If we're to believe that, there's like deep lore war about Wario being like the bad version of Mario, and we could yeah. cast Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Wario, a badder, meaner
1: version of the our hero. Yes. But who's, yes, who is who is the opposite to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, then? Would it just be John Cena as like as Mario? I don't know if John here's, Cena can here's carry here's the weight proposal. of Mario, though. Mario's
0: still Mario. Well, I don't think uh-huh. we can change Mario. I think that Mario's still Mario, and he's voiced by the guy that voices Mario. Yeah. Mostly because I want to put that voice actor into a position where he's really got to <laughs> bring in the emotions gotta, of Mario. He's got to like actually Mar- say a full I sentence. A full sentence. I want to hear Mario looking Peach in the eye and being like, you've put me through, you've put me through so much of Princess of Peach. Really just bring out the emotion of that guy, you know? Because you know Uh, Mario's uh. got emotions. They're in there somewhere.
1: Oh my god. So who would we, okay, so I would love, you said Ron Perlman, and the idea of Ron Perlman voicing Bowser and just get that low gruff, like, him from Hellboy basically. Just that kind of like snarky Yes, nar- yes, yes, not That's narcissistic, a very good but like just... Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Who would voice Peach? Like who do you think would bring to the table like just a really I want fucking, Aubrey Plaza to be like... Peach. Oh my god. Uh, you just made me fall in love with Peach even more. No, no, AJ. no, no.
0: It's it's just like the idea of like if we're gonna do a, a like a, a Peach as an like a hyper capitalist, then I no. want it to be somebody that can be a little bit mean and feel like and see, feel disconnected from the common man. And Aubrey see, Plaza does such a good job creating a character that feels disconnected from like the norm, no, social norm. Aj that having Aj. Aubrey no, no, Plaza be like a completely socially disconnected like. Princess Peach that just does not
1: get it, and is not but no, AJ, interested in AJ, understanding AJ, 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 AJ. people. You're, you just you just discovered something I don't think you realize though. I think the mass majority of the population though looks at Aubrey Plaza like that's a socially disconnected character has the fucking hots for her. So it's yeah, like you, it's true. So, no, but no, 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 but no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's how capitalism works. It's like, it like, it, it entices you. It gets, it shows you some of the lighter things. Oh, capitalism could do this. Capitalism could do that. And you fucking forget that it's milking you dry. Not milking you is not a great Wow. It is bleeding you dry. Capitalism is bleeding you dry. So it's like you you get caught up in this all of these like promises of of capitalism and then you forget that it's it's fucking using you. Just like Aubrey Blas's Peach character. Now here's the question. If
0: we want do we want to maybe have a do we want to go ahead and like commit and say like Princess Peach is somebody that is not even trying to hide the fact that she does not understand the common man. Or do we want to go ahead and create a Princess Peach that seems like, "Oh, she's trying." You know what I mean? Like, do like do we want it to be an Aubrey Plaza or do we want it to be mm. like a... Uh, who's that lady that was also in Parks and Rec? Please help. Amy Fowler? Thank you. Or yeah, an Amy Fowler, Princess Peach.
1: You're, are you talking about the blonde character, correct? Yes. I, yes I'm yes, pretty yes. sure that's Amy Fowler. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I mean, no, I think Aubrey Plaza is a good... like. I, I think it would be kind of nice because Princess Peach has always been this very bubbly sort of like... You just you feel like she's a very caring caring character, but to like take on somebody who is unempathetic and very like just flat, monotone sort of delivery on things, I think would be an interesting way to do it. Especially this is a character who's disconnected from the common person. Like I feel mm-hmm. you need to, you it needs to have that aesthetic to work. But I guess you could do a thing where it's What's like a Luigi's character role that's in so... this game. Luigi's role in this game. Um I wonder if you could do a thing where Luigi becomes you, uh, a, per, a like a mini-boss you have to fight. Because I don't know if that has Luigi been done in a be, game yet.
0: Luigi should be like a tutorial boss. I'm imagining Luigi is a character that Mario must face to prove that he has resolve to do this thing. But I want to mm-hmm. make sure that Luigi is still Mario's most tried and true brother. I want to create uh-huh. Luigi as a character that serves a purpose in this role. But is he somebody that is calling Mario to action to say, hey, we're all being bled dry. You need to realize this and step up. No. Or is Luigi a foil to Mario and Mario's like, we're being bled dry. We need to step up. And he looks to Luigi and Luigi's like, but Elon Musk is so cool. <laughs> he hoards You know what? I, you know what? Maybe that's the way that we do Luigi. Maybe Luigi uh, starts this game being like a total Elon Musk bootlicker and yeah. we and Mario has to really just beat him out of it, beat some sense into mm. him, much like a Yakuza game. Prove that he's he's right because he's buffer and stronger and cooler. I think, and then I Luigi gets you, to join us as a fun companion to help us explore different topics of this capitalist nightmare scape. Because, again, Mm -hmm. if it's a Kojima game, then we're going to spend a lot of time on uh, the Mario Land phone lines so we can Mm -hmm. get long 20-minute-long discussions between characters.
1: And Mario describing
0: to Luigi why they're being taken advantage of and how and where
1: would be very good. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like Luigi could be a recurring boss. Like, I I, I don't think – you haven't played Shovel Knight, have you? No. Uh, there is a boss that you go up against that starts as the tutorial boss, and then you face them at intermittent times throughout the game. It's the Black Knight character, which is kind of like what the fucking. But- oh. I, how
0: come you never told me that that shovel knight has a homo romantic rival character?
1: <laughs> well, am oh, our homoerotic it's,
0: rival character.
1: It's I I don't think they lean into that. They both love the same woman, and it's like them competing for this woman's love. And it's like it's really fucking like traditional fantasy thing, but it still fucking hurts so bad when that mm-hmm. finally gets resolved. God, it's so ah. Oh, Aj, you need to play Shovel Knight. It has some of my okay. favorite romances in it, like uh, the fucking like everything with Plague Knight and the person that they love or they they do all their things for it like oh it has one of my favorite scenes in gaming but going back to it i wonder if you could do a thing where luigi is that character where it is them over the course of the game you see them trying being this bootlicker and this like uh every like area you have you get access to or like once you enter a new biome like luigi becomes is like hey here's a, this thing i'm working on and you know or there's the- this uh luigi uh, could be
0: really mm-hmm. r- luigi resembles that part of our brains that like as I'm sure we've all kind of had to deal with in the last year of understanding that our government doesn't actually give a shit about us, every now and again mm. we've realized that there's something else that we're trying to hold on to, and being reminded every like at every turn, like oh, this is a nightmare scape and just is the way that things are. There's a part of our brain that wants to reject it and be like maybe it was an accident and it wasn't just like yeah. conscious negligence that oh, we lost so you, much forest fires. You mean like we the, lost the, the, so the, the much fucking forest naivety? in California? Yeah. yeah. Luigi is that trusting naivety. Luigi is that part of our brains and part of our psyche that wants to believe that like the place, things that are in order currently are good and kind of like fell into a goodness. And so throughout mm-hmm. the, the game, every now and again, you have to fight Luigi because Luigi's like, no, 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 no. It was, it was an accident that this happened. And you have to be like, yeah. Luigi, it wasn't an accident. It was an active negligence. The reason why people in this area are having like a bad time is because the government chose not to do anything about it. And then you have to fight Luigi again. It's going to be heart-wrenching. It's going to be uncomfortable. This game will force people of Nintendo to look at the world differently. That's what I want from this Mario game. All right. Hell yeah. What do we call it? Let's look at some Kojima-based games. We've got Metal Gear Solid.
1: Would it, would it just be Hideo Death Kojima's Stranding. Mario? Because Ho, like, Hideo, Hideo H-
0: Kojima is on the tin, but I don't think that it's mm-hmm. related to Mario. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is this still a Super Mario game? <laughs> Mario or do we super, drop the Super and just drop <laughs> Mario, it as Mario? Just
1: call it Mario Super Capitalism.
0: Maybe there's no fun in the name. Maybe it simply uh, is just... Mario. No Super Mario. No, no I Nintendo's feel, I feel Mario, that's so no fucking lazy. Mario. I feel that's so
1: lazy. If we you just re- say
0: it's, oh, it's lazy. Hey, what was the name of the edgy, dark 2019 film about the Batman, the Joker?
1: I think it was just called the Joker, wasn't it?
0: Incorrect. It was simply called Joker.
1: Drop the th. See one single yeah, word you know, or and name everybody saw is that movie. And was like, edgy. hey, that's lazy and fucking edgy. No, okay, AJ, I'm looking at this in terms of like, okay, we're oh, we're gonna release an episode just called Mario on the fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, that's dumb as fuck. Sorry. <laughs> well, I feel Mario. Like, I feel like a game by just... Hideo Kojima. Okay, there we go. That has a little bit of flavor to it. I I think we could Okay, let's is we're talking about capitalism and it's like Oh my AJ, late stage Mario. Late stage Mario.
0: Let me hit you with this. Mario uh-huh. the last stage because we expressed last... that this is a long uh-huh. long game. It is a one run uh-huh. game where if you die you have to restart and so you have to get money so that you can keep currency so you can continue yep. running through yep. the game. Yeah, yeah, just keep surviving. A, there is a quick save feature,
1: but that's it. Yeah. That way if you can you can load up the game. Um like you can pause it and close the game. Or actually maybe you could that's not possible because it's like like capitalism. AJ, you can't turn it off. You can't yeah, you fucking can, ignore You can
0: put the game in standby, but you cannot uh-huh. quit the game. Can't, can't and so quit like, the game. How how many hours are we thinking here? I'm thinking like uh-huh. a 158
1: a hour game. Mm, well, I feel if you're doing a Hideo Kojima game, like, Death Stranding took, like, what, 10 hours to get to the actual, like, main core story where things mm-hmm. actually start moving and progressing and shit like that? Actually, I think it might even be more. Like, our buddy Andrew would know more. Um, But I remember him playing it and saying, like, that game becomes a masterpiece. Like, but after, like a se- like, a serious amount of time. God, I, I can't believe that that's possible. So I wonder if you do a thing where, like, the first 10 hours of this game is just, like, a level one. Just really easy, really stupid, just, like, so very, very basic So How Long to Beat mechanics. says that the
0: main story of Death Stranding takes 40 hours. So I think a 50-hour mm. long singular Mario level seems right. Uh. I know a lot of people are probably thinking out there, well, a lot of the time in those games from a Hideo Kojima game is cutscene. And I hear you. Um, there will be cutscenes in this game, too. Uh, it'll be like uh, the first Metal Gear game when they did cutscenes and they just zoomed in on people's faces. Um, maybe a lot of that. <laughs> Actually, who am I saying? Actually, fuck that. This is a 2D Mario game, but it's rendered in the 3D Mario engine so that we can still do, like, zoom-ins and close-ups and watch Mario talk with his hands and beg and plead his brother to give up on this frail hope that he has in this world. I want to see Mario cry. I want to <laughs> see Mario bleed.
1: You know what you could do, too, that might just... Just aesthetically, I think this would be really fucking awesome. Um, The game de de derezzes as you go through the game. So it starts off as a 3D game where, like, a bunch of detail, a bunch of bright, beautiful happiness and all this shit. And as the game goes on, it just slowly descends into less and less bits and less and less resolution. So you visually see the descent of this character and the shit that they are dealing with. Because, like, I'm looking at, like, Super Mario Maker where, like, there are some levels that you actually, like, can combine different resolutions from the various games like hey we're gonna do 8-bit mario on this one stage but then you open this door then it becomes 3d mario and it's just like that mix and blend of something so i'm just wondering if you could do artistically and i feel like this is video kojima ish yeah what's up
0: maybe maybe we have a we'll have a like a long long introductory arc that will as people refer to it in forums and stuff it will be referred to as the road to get here arc of the game and the Mm -hmm. road to get here arc of the game will be about a 20-hour segment where the game does slowly evolve into the 3D Mario Land game that we have
1: now, uh, or well, 2D, 3D. See, I don't. That I think that plays antithesis. To I'll the also give you that flashbacks,
0: but I don't want to watch the world disintegrate into 2D, uh, like if you, 8-bit no, games,
1: because we're I going we, to be going
0: I, toe-to-toe with Mr. Mm, Nintendo, King Toadstool.
1: Mm, I think no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think it works the other way around because visually, it, you are expressing to the audience that things are getting better as the game goes on, and that plays antithesis to the well, concept of capitalism oh, as true. it gets yeah, better yeah, yeah. as it goes on. So that's if you do point. that, that's visually that's visually telling the character, like, no, capitalism gets better the longer it goes on. Like no, I'll that's, that's dumb. So it's either uh, how about so it's, it when either Mario stays goes the into same places or that have
0: been wrecked by it. It, go, uh, it like derazes and then it goes okay, past okay. it and then it like it, things get better, right? Like there's like, a point where like you a go pocket like, dimension of stuff. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. I could dig that. I could dig that. Where it's like it, it just like it, it just. Oh my god! And then you can also do the thing of like you ever see like Mario cartridges that went bad and like the Nintendo sixty four and the they're NES all corrupted there like all of the pixels are slightly moved to the right and like things just look like just like destroyed and decrepit and like and just shitty we hardcore lean into that in areas that are fucking ravaged by it like so, it's like okay. hey we're going. Mm-hmm. i have
0: mm-hmm. this okay. all on a do- i have this all on a word document i am ready to send this <laughs> to kojima
1: um,
0: really quick on the name are we settled on mario a hideo kojima or mario the last level
1: the, yeah mario the last level or mario the last stage
0: the last stage. That's it. That's the last mm, stage.
1: There you go. All right, cool. Fuck yeah. Uh, a Mario game hid, uh, directed by Hideo Kojima. Fuck yeah. Dude, that's a game. Hell yeah. We game. ready for patch notes? Let's go to patch notes.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to patch notes. <laughs> thank Hope you, you, guys, always. All... S- oh. oh, do okay. you want to give thank no. you? No. Who do you think feels more grateful about this episode? You or me?
1: Uh I think it's, I don't know. I don't know. I think we're both equally grateful for people showing up, listening to the podcast, having some so, fun with us. We know we talked uh, a little bit more stop, about stop serious you're, things. You're doing, you're yeah. doing the thing yeah. where
0: are like, oh, both of us. And then you started going. If you, if you think both <laughs> of us are equally grateful, then we will give our thanks at the exact same
1: time. <laughs> all right. Three, two, one. Thank you for listening. As no, always, AJ, thank you, you all so
0: much up. for listening.
1: Are we <laughs> See, doing I this or th- not? I did it for, AJ, we can't do timed bits because our fucking internet connection is not built for this it's not built for these jokes it's fine <laughs> three two one as always thank you so much you so for, listening for, listening for listening this podcast it's episode i really am so time. grateful that you're here with us so we had a lot of time much. talking about capitalism and we learned a there, lot a little bit and i hope um, that you're
0: fine with that
1: yeah you know it's i i hope you're fine with that uh i i know i just said what AJ just said. yeah it became a little bit of an you, echo chamber for you didn't it but do, do you uh,
0: aj is this is there an echo in here is there an echo in here? Is there an echo in here? As always, As always our intro think- our outro <laughs> music is Cheap Shot by Anna Managuchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rhea. <laughs> this has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games. That
1: should not be made.